0: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast, The 721, the podcast for Nathaniel Green Middle School in Providence, Rhode Island. My name is Michael Camella, the principal here at Nathaniel Green. This week we had instructional rounds where we had members of our uh, middle school zone team, teachers, district support, come into our school, walk through some of our classrooms with our problem of practice in mind to give us feedback to help us improve as the year goes on. So We had a very successful instructional rounds. We also had the Met School come in to speak to some of our 8th grade students. Many of them are excited about applying to the Met and have already come to me to help uh, work on, some on their essays for their application. On Wednesday, we had a professional development day. I'm happy to say many, many of our teachers attended various professional developments around the district. And Friday, we had a very successful visit from Governor Raimondo and Commissioner of Education Angelica Infante Green here at, uh, at Nathaniel Green. Uh, they were able to meet with our teachers and meet with many of our students as well. So we were happy to host them um, and they are welcome back at any time. This week's podcast in a, a teacher interview is with Ms. Laura Tortolani. Ms. Tortolani teaches grade six science to our ESL students here at Nathaniel Green. So we hope you enjoy this week's podcast.
1: Hello, uh, Nathaniel Green community. I uh, have the pleasure here to introduce you one of our new teachers uh, to our school, uh, Mr. Tulani. Hello. Mr. Tulani, we have some questions for you um, so the community can learn more about you. Um, what is your role at Nathaniel Green?
2: My role at Nathaniel Green is sixth grade EL science.
1: I like science, one of my favorite subjects. Uh, Me too. How long have you been in education?
2: So, about four years mostly substituting, but this is my first full-time position.
1: We're glad that you joined the Green Team. Thank you. Um, what is your best part? I'm sorry, um, What did you become a teacher?
2: Summer's off. No. <laughs> um, I love kids. I, <clears throat> I really do. I, um, I believe that as you get older, adults become jaded, and I think that kids are always keeping us young and fresh and coming up with new ideas. So I love the conversations with the children.
1: I I can see that, I can see how you build those relationships with your students in your classes. Um, What is the best part of your role as an educator?
2: Um, I mean, truthfully, just what I just said, having those uh, conversations with the students, as much as I love content and teaching kids, I really love to um, get to know them on a more personal level especially being in providence i feel like um students are always looking for that extra person to open up to and be a role model and i love having those conversations with them
1: i totally agree you know sometimes they need a a stranger or an adult that can make the connection um talking about connections um what is your favorite memory growing up
2: I guess my favorite memory growing up would have to be um, Christmas Eve with my family. Uh, I come from a big Italian family. And when I was younger, I had a ton more family living in Rhode Island. And we used to have really big dinners and uh, seafoods, some of my favorite foods. So Christmas Eve was about the seven fishes in my family. And so we would um, have dinner, we would start eating at seven, and then we we don't stop until about midnight. And then my parents would always let all of us open up one gift on Christmas Eve. So I think that was even better than Christmas Day.
1: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Are you born and raised in Rhode Island, Providence, or...?
2: Uh, I grew up in Warwick, but I, I, I guess I lived in Warwick, but I really kind of grew up in Providence because um, my family owned a business downtown and my uncle owns a business downtown, and I went to La Salle, so I've been I've I pretty much grew up in Providence, but um, I'd, I haven't lived here, no.
1: I see. Well, thank but you. But yes,
2: I grew up in Rhode Island.
1: That's nice. <coughs> um, what's your to-go order at your favorite hometown restaurant, if you have one? But what is the f- your favorite dish you, you order when you go to your favorite spot in Rhode Island, Providence?
2: Wow. Okay. So I guess it would have to be sushi. Um, I'm a huge fan of Jackie's Galaxy, um, either Providence or North Providence, either or. And they have um, really, really good sushi. Sushi is my favorite meal. So but that's a really tough question because I love to eat.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I know. I know definitely you're a food, a food fanatic, but I was not expecting sushi. Um, I'm Actually, in New York, I ate a lot of sushi, but I, I haven't found like a good place. So maybe I, I definitely got to get in touch with you and see.
2: Yeah, we'll uh, hook up. I'll, I'll get you some good sushi for thank sure. You. <laughs> now, what
1: is your favorite movie?
2: That's a tough question. These are co- tough questions. Um,
1: <sighs> you can you can even go by genre if that is a little bit easier.
2: So I have to say, I know this isn't really answering the question. I'm a kind of like a Tom Hanks fan. Um, so it's kind of tough to come up with like a favorite. But I'm also like an Al Pacino fan too. But I would have to say... Um, either The Green Mile or Shawshank Redemption, which I know Tom Hanks isn't in Shawshank Redemption, but <clears throat> they're both two really good movies.
1: That's interesting because I say The Green Mile. Now it's my favorite movie. Oh, really? How yeah, funny. I know, right? Um, what do you like to read? Now, we went from movies. Now, what about text? You know, What kind of readings do you do when you free time?
2: I guess it really depends on the mood that I'm in. I like to do a lot of self-reflecting, and um, I'm in to like the mindful and meditation. So if I'm heavy into that, I will read, um, you know, like books about soul searching and, and things like that, how to be a better person just in general. But if I, um, am just like winging it, I actually really like, um, young adult fiction. (laughs) It's, I think the stories, they're easy to read, especially in a busy time throughout the school year. Sometimes you can't you know, it's hard to focus on like those text heavy readings. But the young adult, I feel like especially working with sixth graders, it's nice to be able to read those stories. And um, I don't know, they just they have some good, good, good meaning behind them.
1: No, I totally agree. Especially in working <coughs> in middle school, you need to know those texts because that's another way you can relate to the kids. Mm-hmm. And even though the, the, the morals of those, those books might be, you know, simple for middle school, but sometimes you can relate it to adults. Absolutely. Because it's a, definitely a learning experience. Absolutely. Okay, so if you had to give a 30-minute speech, what would you talk about? Non-stop, 30 minutes.
2: Non-stop, 30 minutes. <clears throat> I would either talk about how awesome it is to travel and experience different parts of the country and the world because I like to do that, um, or I would talk about um, mindfulness and, again, just being the best person that you can be um, for yourself and for your community. I think that, um, I don't know, I think I have a lot to say. I, and I do every day to my kids. <laughs>
1: Traveling is, is one of my passions too. So where are some of the places that you visited or, or the places that you want to talk about to, to your audience?
2: Um, I loved Ireland. I loved Japan. <clears throat> I love Italy. I've been there a bunch of times because my mom was born and raised there. Uh, but I think I kind of take it for granted because um, I've been so many times. But the history is beautiful there. I really liked um, Texas too, if I'm keeping it, keeping it domestic. Um, but definitely Ireland and Japan; those are two complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But they were absolutely amazing. Japan and Tokyo is by far the cleanest city I have. I mean, you could eat food off the city streets, and there are no garbages. Like the Japanese people just take such good care of. They respect their land and their culture and the people around them, and and it was it was definitely beautiful.
1: I had a couple of friends in college from Japan, and they they expressed that um, sometimes they mentioned. You know, it's very hard for them to see some of the, the garbage they find on the streets. You know, the culture is very, very, like, maintaining the, their the community, the mm-hmm. country. They always try to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you mentioned those. Even
2: standing in line for, like, the subway, I noticed, they they stand in line one behind the next. And then, you know, the Americans rush in, and it's like a big, you know, free-for-all. So <laughs>
1: Especially in New York. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the last question, Mr. Tertolani. Uh, At the end of the school year, what five words, adjectives, uh, would you hope your students would use to describe your classroom?
2: Uh, So um, I would hope that they would say that it is fun. I would hope that they say it's challenging, that they felt comfortable and safe um, and mindful. Um, Really, I hope that they take the lessons not the content lessons but the life lessons that i give to them and and try to apply it and and be their best selves
1: wow that's very 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 thoughtful saying those words i can definitely see the that type of environment in your classroom well thank you um any last words before we go anything that maybe we missed that you'd like to share with the audience
2: um I think the only thing that I would like to add is most of my education um experience teaching experience was previously in elementary schools and I was really um scared to be a middle school teacher not just in Providence but just in general whenever I would talk to somebody they would say well, what about middle school and and I would say oh no way I'm you know so afraid of it and now that I am here um, on top of the fact that Nathaniel Green is a great building and there's great staff here, but um, I love it here. I really do. I love being in the middle school setting. Um, I definitely think it helps that I'm still with the sixth graders, so there's touch of elementary there, um, but middle school is not <clears throat> as scary as you might think it is. Um, so if you are having doubts, just jump right in.
1: Definitely, is, you need some kind of special people to work with, um, <laughs> middle schoolers. But thank you for uh, sharing your you know, memories and your sharing your knowledge about you know, education and your personal life. Thank you for um, having me. we we'll see you around. Thank you.
2: Absolutely.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast with Ms. Tortolani. Just some upcoming events at Nathaniel Green this week. As a reminder, there is no school on Monday, November 11th for Veterans Day. We do have boys and girls soccer this week on Tuesday and Thursday at Alvarez High School. We also have a no bully presentation for our parents and families on Tuesday evening from six to 7.30 p.m. in our library. So that's an opportunity for our parents and families to come to the school to learn about our no bully program here at Nathaniel Green. Also, as a reminder, quarter one ends on Tuesday, November 12th. So all grades will be due for quarter one um, on Tuesday, November 12th. And as a reminder, we will have parent-teacher conferences next week on November 21st and 22nd, on November 21st from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., and on November 22nd from 1.10 to 2.35 p.m. We hope to see everybody there. Have a great week.